everybody. Welcome back to episode number two of Hot Taking Ain't Easy. It's another episode where we got some more hot takes for you. It's your boy Joey. I'm here with my pops once again. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're here to discuss a couple things. Mainly today is going to be about the Dodgers acquiring Mookie Betts. Yeah, buddy. And then we're going to throw in a little bit of UFC 247 for you. So I just want to jump right into it. There's no need for any kind of transitions. I'm just going to hop right on in. Dodgers, Mookie Betts, what do you think? World Series. <laughs> World Series. Pencil them in. Hell yeah. I, you know I'm on board with I that. I can't believe Boston let him go. I, I, it's unbelievable. That's the whole kicker. You, you're, you're this big market team, and you just let the one of the best – players in baseball go a young player too it's not like he's yeah old yeah, he's only like 27 27 yep yeah that's unbelievable and it, it hurt giving up verdugo because oh God, never. damn i fucking love that guy he's 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 a stud he's a guy that you want on your team yeah boston will be happy with him for sure yeah it, i mean it, it's gonna take a little bit of time for them to be happy with him because it's like we got rid of mookie they're gonna be depressed i don't think there's any red sox fans that are looking forward to this season no um, yeah it, but you get Verdugo, you don't have to pay him $300, 400000000 million. So, but you're the Boston Red Sox. That shouldn't make a difference to you. Yeah, that short porch to left at him. Oh, yeah. Th- I mean, it's not even just Fenway. That's one of the main yeah. things I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, all the stadiums. On is that the, the ALE stadiums are a bunch of just hitter-friendly ballparks. And that's, Especially the right field. Yeah, you get um, – <coughs> You, you know, get what? Left Yankee it. Stadium, Camden Yards, Rogers Center, Fenway. The, all those stadiums are pretty much just like heaven for hitters. They just want any any hitter in baseball wants to hit there. Then then you get all those games at home if you're in Fenway, and what you get eighteen or well, I guess it would be eighteen in total. You get nine at Yankee Stadium, nine, nine, eight, nine, nine in Camden, yeah, right? Nine at Rogers Division Center, and, and it, the ball just flies. Now. He's going to the NL West, which has cores. The ball's going to fly. And it has Chase Field, which is Arizona. That The ball's going to fly there, too. Right. But besides that, Dodger Stadium is a pitcher park. San Fran's a pitcher's park. <coughs> the The division is, is pitcher-friendly for the most part. So that's going to help out the other piece of the trade in David Price. He's getting up there in age. He's... Been a bit riddled with injuries, slugging along. Right. A little poor performance here and there. But when you get with a pitching coach like Rick Honeycutt in the Dodgers, who's mm. probably the best in baseball. He just turns everybody around. Yeah, And you get him, you team them up together, you could see a rejuvenated David Price, and he could easily come in and be the David Price of old, even if it's in limited work. Yeah. Hey, just be ready. Just be healthy in yeah, October. Yeah, he should probably be 14, 15 wins. But no problem. Just be healthy in October is the main thing. The Dodgers probably win like 120 or something. It's going to be <laughs> fucking miraculous. I, I, 100, 100 is pretty much. Yeah, you pass on 100. Yeah, they're getting 100 wins. That's, I could be a little overconfident. They're, they're winning the division again. I'm just happy we got them. And I was excited when they started talking about potentially getting in. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah and I was like, oh, no, we got to give up too much. And then it was like the Padres are going to get them. And I was like, what are they going to get them for? Because <laughs> Mookie's essentially right now. Mookie is a rental. He's a free agent after this year, so you have to think the Dodgers are going to sign him. You don't want to give up 
your number one. Oh, yes. Like, right. Technically, Verdugo's not a prospect anymore because it's major league time. But you don't want to give up your number one guy for uh, a rental. But that's basically what they did as of right now without having you that signed, signed yet. to an extension, which you would think uh, has to be in the plans. Yeah, they're going to do that. So they're going to have to circle back. Um, rumors were that he wanted $400 million Three or 400. over 12 years. Uh, Dodgers didn't want to pay Machado that much, which Mookie's better than Machado. Dodgers didn't want yeah, to pay good. Harper that much. Mookie's better than Harper. Dodgers didn't want to pay Rendon that much. Mookie's better than Rendon. These are all things that we should take into account when we think that Dodgers may or may not be giving Mookie that big extension and the big money. Um, I think... <coughs> yeah, they're going to three hundred. Probably. I think they'll pay him because of the fact of losing Verdugo for him. It'll soften the blow a little bit. Yeah, because he was so, such a crowd favorite, too, man, when he was in. He's such an emotional player, man. Oh, it's yeah, so, he's, he's an emotional player. And then you got the Latino heat factor. You, oh, got, a, yes. you got him being a Mexican player in L.A. Correct. It's Mexican City. Yeah. So you team them up together, and it's just it – was, he was a match made in heaven in L.A. Oh, yeah, man. Hopefully he – Keeps his head on straight in Boston because it's a bit of a culture change there where he's going to be going. He's not a he's not a fucking Southie. He's he's a he's a Mexican Latino. <laughs> right. He wants that heat. The best part about this is that they got Mookie Betts, who is a top two, top three outfitter in baseball, and they technically didn't lose any other top one hundred prospects. They kept Gavin Lux. They kept Dustin May. They kept Jeter Downs. Kept Josiah Gray and they kept Kybert Ruiz. These are all elite prospects, and they're all still in the Dodgers franchise. It doesn't get any better than that. Right, we're so deep in that. So I mean, basically, all you did was take Verdugo out of the Dodgers lineup and replace him with Mookie Betts, which I will do ten times out of ten times. Mm-hmm. The best Verdugo's potential, potential ceiling is the best he can be is Mookie Betts. Why wait and risk him not being that good or the chance the chance of him not being that good or maybe reaching half of that an injury when you can just go out and get that already. So I completely agree with making this move. Again, it does hurt, but these are moves that you got to make to become a championship team. I mean, unless you get cameras in the dugout and. (laughs) And you can start stealing signs. Banging some trash cans, hitting some buzzers. Because yeah, that seems to work for some Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get my juices all flowing on that because then I'll yeah, be up all either. night and I won't be able to sleep and I'll be having the sweats. And it, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's not good. But right now, I'm just trying to be all happy and excited Positive, right. that we got one of the top five, ten players in baseball, teaming them up with another couple top five players in baseball with Walker Bueller and now Cody Bellinger reigning MVP. The, the lineup, mm. is, there's just, there's no holes in the lineup. Yeah, that's a hard lineup to pitch through, boy. You have to pitch to somebody. Is it going to be Max Muncy? Big Dick Muncy? It's not going to be BDN. <laughs> right. You're not going to want to pitch to him. You're going to pitch to MVP Bellinger? You don't want to pitch to him. Who's there? Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Gavin Lux. Mookie Betts, you don't want to pitch to any of these guys. It's it's going to be a, a fucking nightmare for these teams. Yeah. The new murderer's row, 2020. You might as well go ahead and pencil the Dodgers in 
to win the World Series this year, 2020. And the World Series is not going to go any further than five games. That, you just mark that shit in right now. Put it on the board. doesn't matter who they play. Uh, Yankees, <laughs> so Dodgers in five. Dodgers in five. It. That's it. That's just the way it's going to be. You think it's going to be Yankees-Dodgers? Um, I thought it was going to be Yankees-Dodgers the past two years. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't predict Jay-Z. it again because I still think the Yankees are the best team in the AL. Uh, I still think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing has changed really to change my opinion besides the fact that neither of those teams have won it lately. Correct. Right. Yeah. But you still look on paper and the whole body of work, those are the two best teams in baseball. Yeah. Um, position by You position. still want to say the Astros are going to be good because of who the players are, but still the back of your head, back of my head still, it's like how good were they really? We'll see. I mean, this is the year we're going to find out. They were top prospects before all this, so it's not like they needed the help. So I, I think they're still a special team. And the Twins have been loaded up this year offense, but the fucking Yankees just bully the Twins. There's and you know yeah, the Twins are just big brother. Going to have that extra pressure on them and, to and try they, to prove yourself like it wasn't because of that. Yeah, and, and yeah, they, are they going to be able to handle it? But Red Sox are dead. They're done in the water. They got nothing left. Oh, man. Um, you might as well. I mean, they're just looking for the future now because they don't have a shot in hell to make the playoffs, to win the division, to win a pennant, to win anything. They're just fucking dead meat. They're in the world. They're going to be battling. Yeah, they're the Boston Dead Sox because there's just no fucking chance. It's going to be Yankees raised top of that division. Um, yeah. Let's just... I guess Blue Jays in third. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Blue Jays, Orioles, or Sox. That's a uh, flip of a coin. Yeah. Uh, but what's not a flip of the coin is the Dodgers winning the NL West. Nobody's right. going to come close to competing with them. Um, I would say that the Rockies would probably be the second best team in the division, and even they have pissed off their star in Arenado. Yeah. And he might not even be there by the time the season starts. So he might even be on the Dodgers. <laughs> he wants to childhood team. Yep, let's put him on the board too. All right, so you can go ahead and pencil in Dodgers for winning the World Series in twenty twenty. Uh, credit me first when you when it happens. Just say, hey, I heard this back in February. Uh, guy's fucking a genius. <laughs> and now I want to get into a little bit of the UFC this weekend. You got John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. As the main event. And then you got Valentina Shevchenko versus Caitlin Chukagin as the main event. Now, uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on these, but I think it's pretty easy to predict who's going to be winning these fights. Yeah, this is pretty much two gimmies. And overall, the card is not very good. Usually when this happens with UFC, they put on a big, the biggest name they got, one of the biggest names they got, and then they kind of fill out the card with, a bunch of other, meh, I know that name, but eh. Right. So and that's what they did here. John Jones is the star of this card. He's uh, pound for pound the best fighter in the world. Probably the best fighter ever. Yeah, probably the best one ever. Um, nobody even touches that guy. Uh, and I'm going to preface this by saying I'm a major, major Dominic Reyes fan. I think that guy's a fucking killer. I tweeted out when he came into the UFC, 
I text one of my buddies and I said, hey, watch out for this guy. He's going to be a champion one day. Still believe it. Don't think it's happening here. I think his best shot is John Jones going up to heavyweight, maybe vacating the belt, and then having an interim fight. Then I think he can easily get it. Don't see him beating John Jones. Don't really see anybody beating John Jones. Um, I did see that he wanted to fight Stipe. Yeah, I did see that too. He wants to go up to heavyweight, fight Stipe, and said he wouldn't need a tune-up fight. It would just be right out the gate. Right. Um, after seeing what DC did to Stipe, kind of hard to argue that. Right. Disagree with what John Jones is saying. Yeah. Because um, John Jones picked DC apart. In all those fights, and DC had a, had a had his way a little bit with Steve Bay, and uh-huh. Steve Bay just I mean, those were those were great fights. Yeah, they were. They were just they just went at it, and but Jones being quicker, yeah, Jones quicker. Gonna, it's just yeah, he just gonna Jones would, would beat him as well. I I would bet on Jones, but it wouldn't surprise me if Steve Bay caught him. since Steve Bay's on the smaller side for heavyweight, right? So you the, know, it ain't like he's two sixty, right? You know, it's two thirty. 235. Uh, and as for the women's fight, Valentina's going to – it's <laughs> Valentina by, by decision. I mean, that's women's fight, right? Decision, that's that's yeah, always the best that's bet. The, that's the safest bet. Unless you get an absolute killer in there with a mediocre fighter, you're pretty much going to get a, uh, a decision. So best bet here is Valentina beats her in five rounds, probably four rounds to one, five rounds to none. I'm a big fan of Caitlin. I think she's a good fighter. I mean, that's why she's getting the title fight. Right, right. But uh, Valentina's just on a different level. Yeah. Um, It's not even going to be that close, I don't think. Like I said, 4-1, 5-0. Yeah, they should win the rounds pretty handily. She might coast around. I think she has a chance to finish her, but I don't think Caitlin has a chance to win the fight at all. I mean, I guess technically there's always a chance. But if there would be somebody that would finish, I think Valentina can do it. But always the safe money in women's fights is better decision. Yeah. Women fight, it's going the distance. They typically don't have the power to knock somebody out. They don't have the power. It, it, it would have to be a, a, a ground, a, a submission. It would have to like Ronda Rousey, somebody like that that has judo, jiu-jitsu. Those are usually the only finishes. <laughs> Unless you get the rare species like Cyborg or Nunez, mm-hmm. those bitches are bad. Yeah, they they fucking throw the bombs and, yeah, they and punch like men. Yeah. I mean, they those are the ones that finish people. Right. You don't you don't see other women doing that. Uh a couple other fights on that card. I know you got Derek, the black beast, Lewis fighting. My balls was hot. <laughs> Mr. My balls was hot. A great Instagram follow, too. Those of you all on Instagram. He's fighting uh, Alir Latifi. I think it's actually going to be a pretty good scrap. Um, yeah, he's a shorter dude, right? He is a yeah. little guy in height. A little stocky guy. Um, that's why I think Derek, I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun one. Derek was, is who I would bet on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. he's the betting favorite. Um, besides that, you don't really have much coming up. Um Alex Morano, he's fighting on the undercard. He's a pretty decent fighter. I'm a pretty big fan of his. You were supposed to have Sean O'Malley on this card, but he failed that drug test by 
minis like minuscule shit, and it's he's been fighting it, but he's coming back on the next card. Very excited for that. I didn't know he was supposed to be on this card. Yeah, he was supposed to I fight. Let's look it up real quick. Jose Alberto Quinones mm. was supposed to fight at two twenty nine. So that was a while back, yeah. and then it was moved to two forty eight, which is on the next one. So we get Sugar, Sugar Sean back. Yeah. And that's gonna be awesome because I love that guy. And yes. he's just a hell of a fighter, and he's fun to watch. And he's good. good he's got a good promo. Um, but how do you think the main event ends? John Jones Reyes. Uh, probably in some elbow strikes. John Jones will you know start. I think either get him in like the plum with those knees and get him up. I think he'll tire in like the third and the fourth. Okay. And then Jones will just finish him either. He goes to the ground and ground and pound and hammer fist. Yeah, see, I see something similar. Um, I don't necessarily see Ray as tiring, but I see – I don't necessarily think John Jones will want to stand up too much with Reyes. I think he'll want to take him down and try and ground and pound, um, try and maybe catch him in a submission because uh, yeah. Reyes striking is – Oh, yeah, it's, long, right. it's his, it's as good as it gets for the light heavyweight division. That's why they're going to try to coast the first couple rounds just to just kind of, Yeah, kind of feeling like, yeah. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but Don't want to get in there with a strong ox. But it's, it's, uh, it's also clearly a step up in competition for Reyes. Uh, Reyes. Oh, yes, sir. He's coming from Jared Cannonier to Ovin St. Prue to Vulcan Ozdemir and Chris Weidman. None of those guys are really banging on your door and scaring you. <laughs> yeah, Weidman had his little hoorah. And Weidman had a fluke punch yeah, fucking then, eight years ago, and he's been riding that fluke punch ever since. The guy's never been that good. I've right. never thought he's been that good. Me either. Never really impressed me. Um, and he just always he, – he loses, loses, he loses. He in a battle one night and still I living mean, off that height. I don't want to get started on Chris Weidman because – yeah. I could be here all fucking night right. bashing that dude. Bad. I just, I, I just never was a fan. He always just, I get, I guess I get it. You got to be a fighter. You got to hype yourself up. You got to think you're mm. the best. But the way he did it, and the what the stuff he said, and barely clipping Silva and thinking that he just whooped his ass, and it just always rubbed me the wrong way. Like, dude, you never really did anything impressive. Bring it down a notch. You're you're going a little bit overboard with everything. Was never never a fan, yeah. and, and, that, and it's weird for me because I'm usually a fan of those guys. Yeah. I want the brashness, I want the cockiness, I want the the Conor McGregor's, I want the Floyd Mayweather's, I want that kind of attitude from yeah, a fighter. Cockiness, right? And I just, kind of a sport. I just didn't. I just never liked it from Wyman. It just seemed. I don't know. Just I never liked it. it. Was never came off. Never came off real or genuine. Came off like he was trying to be a character. I knew I raised you right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, uh, so we got a couple more minutes left. Let's throw in uh, something off topic here. Uh, let's just fire in a little bit of a Super Bowl recap. Oh, all right. Um, Chiefs won. Sorry, Niners. Chiefs won. Niners suck. Hate the Chiefs. Um, yeah, yeah no, I'm just, I'm just playing. Niners don't suck. I actually thought they were the best team in football all year. Um, they had the best defense in football all year with an offense that. Created yards. Um, Kyle Shanahan, for my money, 
I, I get it. He's choked in his two Super Bowl appearances. I get it. You're right. Like massive choke jobs. But I still don't think there's a coach in football right now that I would rather have than Kyle Shanahan. He's he's the genius that I want. Everybody last year was blowing Sean McVay. And Sean McVay's this genius. And Sean McVay that. Sean McVay this, that. And I was always like, uh, yeah, he's good. But give me Kyle Shanahan. Give me Kyle Shanahan over Sean McVay every day of the week. Still feel that way. Still want Kyle Shanahan over just about any coach in football. I guess you can't really take him over Bill Belichick for obvious reasons. Um, oh, of course. You still ha- you can have Andy Reid up there. Obviously, he's been doing it forever, and he just finally won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I mean, besides those two, like two couple Payton. guys there, there's nobody else I really want besides Kyle Shanahan. He gets his guys. He gets his best weapons in the best situations to succeed, whether it be on reverses or play action, rollouts. He just gets guys wide open, like George Kittle. He's running wide open down the field. How does that happen? Right. And this isn't just one time. This is repeated. It's just over and over and over. Kittle's running down the field, wide open. Debo Samuel running down the field, wide open. They still should have won that game. What went wrong for the Niners was that they had that third and 15 and they had, there's like 10 minutes left in the game. Or no, uh, they were up 10. And there was probably about, yeah, 9 to 10 minutes left in the game. Third and 15, and they gave up that bomb to Tyreek Hill. That's when it all went to shit. That's Niners when, just collapsed. That's when the ropes started getting tight. Their, their defense just collapsed. The best defense in football all year long. And when it got to the absolute crunch time. It took a liver bunch. They turned into the Raiders' defense. It made no sense. Easy, they easy. couldn't get any pressure. They couldn't. They got guys were running wide open. And I get it. Mahomes is great. Watkins is great. Tyreek Hill's great. Uh, Watkins is okay. Try, hey, watch it about Sammy Watkins. All right, you're, you're talking to the yeah, president yeah, yeah. of the Sammy Watkins fan club. I know. So watch it a little There's bit. There's all three of you. But you got the Chiefs. I get it. They have great weapons. But for three quarters, three and a half quarters, they were shut down. They couldn't do a fucking thing. I know. It and it looked like the way I thought it was going to be. You go from up 10 to lose by 11. In six minutes. <laughs> six, 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 seven minutes. You, you're up 10. <coughs> and you lose by 11. That just doesn't make any yeah, sense. How, I don't know. That's, that's shit that we see as Raiders fans. Right. Like, how's that? And then how's that possible? Then the season goes on. You're like, oh, they lost this team by 11. They lost this game by 14. Well, hey, for three quarters. Well, yeah, we gave up 28 points in a quarter. You know, we for lost three quarters, we were winning 28, that game. 28 right? It's you know? just it's the life of maybe it's the Bay Area. Maybe, hey, Niners, welcome. Ooh, that's why we got out of here. Yeah, that's why we left that dump. That's why we're in Vegas. Uh, out of that dump. But, yeah, give me Kyle Shanahan over just about anybody. He's going to get his guys in the best places to succeed. It's He's an amazing coach. There's bottom line. Niners are going to be back. No matter who they have really out there. He was raised well, too. Uh, his daddy. Uh, I'm not really a Mike Shanahan fan, but eh. 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 Kyle eh. Shanahan, for sure. Um, Joey Perfect Jr., for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. You're goddamn right. Yeah. And I'm happy for Mahomes. I like Pat Mahomes. It's hard as a Raiders fan to be happy for a Chiefs player. Yes. Um, love Pat Mahomes. Love Chris Jones, the defensive tackle. He made some... Hell, uh, some amazing plays in that game. Towards the end of the game, lots of tip passes. Um, if he had gotten a sack or two, 
You could have even made mm-hmm. a point for him to be MVP of the game as much as he dominated that final quarter, final half. Uh, Chris Jones was awesome. I, I like Tyrant Matthew. I mean, because they had Chelsea shut down for most of the game. He didn't even. Yeah. I, like I said, I like Tyrant Matthew. I love Sammy Watkins. Um, I like Damian Williams enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like Darwin Thompson. He it's didn't play that much, but he's a rookie. Uh, don't like Travis Kelsey. I think he's a fake wannabe. Um, I think he's a bit soft. I've seen him a couple games when you fucking pop him, he kind of shrivels up and disappears. Uh, but you just gotta pop him. A lot of guys don't. A lot of guys don't do it. So he just kind of has his way. But not a Travis Kelsey fan. I think he's a fake wannabe Gronk. Um, and you, you're just not. You're just not Gronk. You want to drink oh, from the? Yeah, he, he just posted a video where he was drinking like a, a like a luge off the Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy. The Lombardi luge. And underneath he had like a little paper towel underneath, so he didn't spill his beer. It's like, dude, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. Go all in. With <laughs> and it. Don't, and the way he was pouring it. The fuck, there ain't no it was such like thing. Dribbling down a- as halfway crooks. Right. You're either all in as fake Gronk, or you're fucking halfway in and you're out. Let that thing splash down around that thing yeah, and drink it. it. Just, just I, I don't like that guy. You sack up. Fuck Travis Kelsey. How about that? Not a fan. Oh, also fuck Tyree Kill because he's a woman beater, child oh, yeah. beater. Yeah. Uh, he's pro domestic violence. Couldn't be me. And and uh, <coughs> and Frank Clark. Fuck Frank Clark. He's pro domestic violence. <coughs> Again, couldn't be me. That's uh, that's who you root for. Not me. Not this guy. I'm pro women's rights. I'm pro equality. How about that? ERA. Uh, it's earn run average too, by the way. Yeah, ERA is outdated. And it sucks to go by. Uh, that's that's a whole different subject. Yeah, yeah we don't a different thing. Bash on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pro analytics with that. All right, uh, don't talk to me ERA and batting average. Let's talk fucking FIP and WHIP and let, let's talk some shit like that. Uh, but I think this should do it for the episode. A little yeah, bit short. Right now we're at 26 minutes and counting. Uh, I think it was pretty good for us having some recording issues with these damn microphones. In the beginning, yeah, before we... We did about 20 minutes of mic tests, so hopefully this sounds pretty good for you guys. We're still trying to figure it out. Um, and hopefully we'll get another one on here a little sooner than like two, three weeks from the last one. Yeah, that's the plan to get one up at least once a week. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh, I'm going to tr- hopefully try eventually get to twice a week, but it's hard to find time, man. Working all these hours and then coming home and you want to spend time with my son. It's it fucking gets to you a little bit of time you get. And I want I still want to play video games. I still want to go out and do shit with my friends. It's tough, um, but if I want to get serious about it, I got to make time for make this work. Whether it means staying up late like I am right now and recording yeah. shit. Yeah. Plus, we get all the kinks worked out. You just turn it on and you're ready to go. Yeah. So you once know. we get all that figured out, so then, like you flow, said, we do like a little bit smoother. Um, if anybody has any. Suggestions, yeah. questions, concerns, right. stuff you want us to talk about. If you want to be on the show one day, give me a text. I can call you. I can give you a call. You can call in. Yep. We can right talk about whatever mic. you guys want to talk about. Um, you can find my page on Twitter and Instagram at H-T-A-E pod. That stands for hot taken ain't easy. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you.